Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Dental Download Podcast is your source for insight into dental school, conversations with dentists, specialists, and leaders in the industry. With new episodes every Monday morning, I'm your host, Haley Schultz. Let's get into this week's episode. Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. Welcome back to another episode of the Dental Download Podcast. So it's actually Sunday when I'm recording this. Right before it's going up tomorrow, it's July 31st. So tomorrow's August 1st when you might be listening. And the topic for this week's episode is the pressure to be perfect is what I'm calling it, but more so just adjusting in dental school and figuring out what matters to you, what doesn't, and how to manage everything given that you simply can't do it all, you can't be amazing at everything all at once in life. That's just not possible with how much you have on your plate, especially during the dental school years. So that's what we're going to talk about this week, and I will get into that in a few minutes once this intro is over. So before we get into that, I want to recap this weekend just a little bit. So this was like a crazy, crazy ASDA weekend that I had been anticipating for the past many months because yesterday on Saturday was our golf outing, which I was really fortunate. Our golf outing chairs, specifically our treasurer, who's also a golf outing chair, he did an amazing job of planning this year and I really didn't have to do anything. They took care of everything and I just got to go and enjoy the event and participate, but I didn't really have to organize or follow up or coordinate, which was a really nice feeling for once. And then today was pre-dental day on Sunday and we had 80 pre-dents. A lot of them actually said they listened to the podcast. So hi, if you're listening, it was great meeting you. And they went through stations of mock interviews, student panels, student presentations. We had the head of admissions talk to them and we also did sim lab activities and a school tour. So it was a lot of fun and I think we learned a lot of how to do it better in the future. This was our first one back in person in like three years. So we were kind of just going for it, doing our best with programming, adjusting as things got thrown off because, of course, they always do. And I was just reading the feedback forms and there was literally like one bad comment of like 70 and now I'm all sad because there was one bad comment, but that's anything in life. So I need to get better at criticism. That's something I talk about in episodes with you guys a lot, just like being comfortable with being uncomfortable or being comfortable with not being great and that's kind of the topic of this episode like you're not going to be amazing at everything especially when you first give it a go and that's no one likes that everyone prefers things to be smooth sailing and to be happy and to be well liked all those different things but in dental school that doesn't always happen and it's great to put yourself in situations where you have to deal with those kind of negative sides of things such as this one person that said they didn't really like the event which is totally fair I appreciate the feedback because that's how we can make it better next year but 
that and like when I have different presentations that I do or like the first time I started this podcast all of that was really getting me out of my comfort zone and looking back at like my first YouTube videos ever that I've made private by now because they're just very cringe to me but like you're not great at things at first and you just kind of have to do it keep practicing keep going put yourself in a situation where you can practice and grow and then eventually you're going to be surprised at how far you've come so that's kind of a tangent going off of what we did today but everything was great Um, all in all there's obviously things we can improve next year but I'm happy that it happened it was so fun for me to bring everyone together I'm exhausted and we're going into my second week of pediatrics last week was my first week of pediatrics so Monday we did type it on exercises and just kind of got orientated into the clinic and then Tuesday Thursday Friday we saw patients and then Wednesday We don't have pediatrics rotation because we don't have clinic either as third years. That's like our day of lecture. So Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I saw patients. And then every afternoon we have a lunch break. And before the lunch break, we do a seminar for an hour where we go over different cases. And that helps us prepare for our examinations we have this coming week. So we're going to see patients Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday this week. But we have three exams One is a clinical case-based exam, like we've kind of been reviewing in our seminars. One is just other questions, and it can be kind of anything related to pediatrics. And then the third is a practical on the pediatric type of going over the same skills that we did on day one. So hopefully that all goes fine, and then we'll be seeing more patients. I was really excited because it was kind of nice to ease into it. I did have two like teenage patients first. One was 13, one was 14. And at our school, in the normal D3, D4 clinics that we call VICs, you see 16-year-old and up, so you don't ever work with kids other than when you're on your pediatric rotation. So it was really fun to be getting to do that. But I really wanted to work with like the little, little kids, like people entering high school, eighth grade, like they're going to let you work on them usually without a problem. It's all chill. Like they might be chatty. They might not be, but you'll get your work done. It's not a big deal. I really wanted to work with the tiny, tiny kiddos, like two to six years old that might be more funny, silly, goofy, or harder to work on just so I can like see how I can handle it. And then my third patient of the week last week was a little three-year-old and that was really fun. So hopefully this week I'll also get some younger kids. And the first week we did exams cleanings radiographs so just like new patient or recall and then the second week we're supposed to get to do operative work so if they need filling sealants even potentially extractions so that's the plan for this week and next week's intro I can try to let you all know how that goes our guest next week since this week is solo next week the guest is parisha and she's a first year now going to be starting her second year at nyu's dental school and we had a really really great conversation i recorded it during my last break as you guys know i like bulk record usually on my breaks and then they get posted throughout the next semester so i recorded it a while ago but i remember it distinctly being a really nice conversation and we got to learn a lot about each other's programs and her journey into dentistry kind of coming from a background where she didn't have a lot of familiarity with like the schooling system and getting into the career and everything. So it was a really great conversation. I'm excited for you all to hear that next week. But for now, we're going to continue the conversation about finding how to draw the line of where to be stressed and learning how to 
be okay with being uncomfortable and be okay with not always being as great as you hoped, basically. So let's get into that talk. All right, I tried to kind of organize this ahead of time, so hopefully it flows well, but I'll probably also go out in little tangents as I think about different experiences I've had where I've dealt with these situations, I guess, but it's going to pretty much be advice for people in dental school or soon to be starting dental school, but you can kind of extrapolate the tips and apply them to your own life if you're in the pre-dental phase because it's definitely still applicable because the whole comparison thing comes in in the pre-dental days, I think, because, I mean, you are applying and competing for spots, I guess, but I've mentioned this before, so I'll quickly say it again, that you're not competing necessarily with people for spots because they're not looking for a hundred of the exact same students and you're trying to like meet that mold. They're trying to build a diverse class of people that all have different experiences and mindsets and talents to bring to the table. So it's better to lean into your passions and your strengths and really try to continue improving those. That way you can best bring something to the table to their dental class so that's kind of a side tangent I told you I'd be organized and we already got into a tangent but that's my one pre-dental thing I'll say and then the rest of this is really for the dental students so you got into dental school yay so exciting but also probably scary also maybe stressful don't know what to expect I know I had all those feelings but to get in you're probably a pretty exceptional person considering how competitive it is to even get into dental school. But if you go into dental school trying to be the same exact kind of level and drive that you put into every single course in undergrad that was able to get you into dental school, you're going to inevitably burn out or you're going to find that there's not enough hours in the day because you're in way too many classes. You have way too much going on. Hopefully you're still taking care of yourself and making some time for the people that are important to you or the hobbies or working out, whatever thing you want to keep doing in dental school. Hopefully you're making time for all of that and then you're going to find that you don't have time to get 100% in every class for most people's situation. We're talking about probably the majority here. There's probably some shining stars in there that can do it or just like brilliant people and they don't have to study as much as someone like me per se to get an A on something, but everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. As I've also mentioned in episodes, if you want to look up anything related to comparison, I probably have four or five episodes where I touch on that, so I don't want to harp on it too much today. But if you go into dental school looking to compete, looking to be the best, you're going to struggle mentally, I think, and you're going to find you might look back and be like, was that worth it? Because I understand if you know you're going to dental school and you know you want to specialize, you do have another step to go after this and another application to fill out another set of interviews, but a lot of you aren't going to specialize. And even for those of you that are, I would give the same advice that I just gave to the pre-dance at the beginning of the episode, like lean into your strengths, do well in the classes that make sense for what you're applying to, do your best while still taking care of yourself because you're not going to be able to study for finals if you literally drove yourself into a mental breakdown during midterms and have to take time off of school or like have 
hallucinations and can't make it into the building or like can't sleep because you're in such an anxious state. Like these are things that I've heard of happening to dental students and I don't want to scare you, but I want you to know that you have to set the line. You have to be firm with yourself because if you're not, something bad might happen and I don't want that for any of you. So I would just say like go into it and define your own standards and know what's worth it so you want to ask like what are your realistic expectations for yourself why did you set those expectations and again then reevaluate is this realistic I know you're not really going to know what level you can perform at in dental school till you start but maybe after your first set of midterms take some time to reflect and say okay I got like an 88 on anatomy and I studied so hard, harder than any of the other classes, and I was able to get a 90 and a 95 on the other ones or something like that. And then I did really bad on the fourth one because I didn't give it enough time because I was so busy studying for anatomy. And then you might find that on the final, if you study less for anatomy, you can get A's in all the other classes, and then you're going to get like an 82 on anatomy. And like to me, I know everyone's different, what's what's the difference? An 88, 82, they're both like a B. It's fine. You're passing the class. There's a reason that they have a rate that is passing. You're knowing over majority of the information. You're knowing over 70% of the information. They're deeming you competent. I know like my mindset coming from undergrad was like C's are terrible. I never want to see a C in my life. Like no, thank you. And I haven't gotten that many C's in dental school. I don't want to like lie to you guys but I have gotten some like on a decent amount of midterms or something and then I can kind of pull together the overall class grade with the final and with some assignments and stuff there's very few like C's on my transcripts but for exams or for like our endo final last semester I passed it by like a tenth of a point or something and there's been times that I've remediated and I've talked about that in podcasts too for practical things I've fortunately not had to remediate any lecture-based assignments or competencies I guess but circling back you're not going to really know what you can do or what is worth it until you get going but I would make sure you make a point to reevaluate after your first set of quizzes set of tests even just like a couple months and be like is where I'm putting my time paying off does it make sense and go from there. So you have your expectations. What is the ultimate goal? Why are you setting these expectations for yourself? What are you working towards? What's your vision for your life? How does your career play into your life? Because remember, our whole life is not being dentists. Our profession is being a dentist. So once you graduate and you're a dentist, what's that going to look like for you? How is that going to support your life? And what steps are you taking in dental school to get you there? So you have those big goals, you have some expectations, some things you'd like to do, but what are smaller realistic steps you can take now? Maybe one thing you're going to work on each semester or what class makes the most sense to focus on, or are you just going to put all your effort into sim lab and pass your classes? Like I have classmates that want to get A's on every exam and some of them do, some of them don't. And I also have classmates that say, you know, Michigan is a graded school. Most of our classes are graded, but to me, it's pass-fail because I just need to pass and graduate. We all have the same degree. 
No one knows your GPA unless you tell them. Most people aren't going to ask unless you're applying to a residency. And so the next thing I want to talk about is all these things you're thinking about, your expectations, your goals, the steps you're going to take. Are these things even in your control? How much of this can your effort directly input to what the output will be? And a lot of times, obviously, things like studying, generally speaking, the more you study, the better you do. But if you're going to study for three days straight, getting like three hours of sleep a night, for me, and I would think a lot of you, you're going to end up exhausted. And the way, again, dental school is structured, you might have five or six exams that week, and you have to study for all the other ones too, and take all of them and have your brain work. So to me, prioritizing sleeping allows me to be more efficient. And if you can make three or four hours of really focused studying rather than seven or eight hours of late night confused cramming half talking with your friends half like falling in and out of sleep probably the three hours of focused studying would have been worth it so it's easier to do that and to stay focused when you know why you're doing something so that's why setting these goals and these small steps you're going to take really can make a difference. And the last thing I want to say is if you're kind of really relating to the specific title of this episode, like the pressure to be perfect, or we can rephrase that as just to perform really well, why do you feel that pressure? I want you to just like self-reflect, like why do you think you feel that way? Is it something you're trying to make your family proud, make someone else proud, make yourself proud, prove people wrong? Is it because you've always performed well and you're embarrassed if you don't? And let me add in that no one knows how you're doing in school when you're in grad school. Like you're a full adult adult now. Again, as long as you're graduating and passing, no one will know what's going on with your transcript, with your grades, as long as you're meeting your requirements and graduating. You could tell people you have a 4.0, no one's going to second guess you. You could tell people you have a 2.0, no one's going to second guess you. They're going to believe whatever you tell them, and you're probably just not going to talk about it. I talk about things because I'm trying to give you guys an insight into dental school, and I mention my specific scores on things, but most people don't talk about it, so it really doesn't matter. It's between you and yourself, and that's kind of the first thing that I wrote on this list is what are you measuring against? How are you deciding what is good, what is bad, what is substandard? You don't want to be competing and comparing yourself to other people because there's always going to be something different and you're all going to be like running in a race that just has no end because even if you get good at something and surpass something, there's going to always be someone else out there whether you graduate and now they have more experience than you like you're not going to make 10 years of experience happen in six months or something like that so I really recommend measuring yourself against yourself and documenting your own improvements it's really great to take like pictures in sim lab even of like your worst first prep because by the end of the semester you're going to be so proud of how much better you are so I will end this with the advice to only like self-compare and try to focus again on your strengths and what makes sense for your end goal and maybe after this episode or if you have time right now just like jot down a couple things like why are you becoming a dentist how is that going to look for your life 
what kind of dentist do you want to be? How do you want to practice? And what way is dental school going to help you get there? Besides giving you a DDS, DMD title, what else do you want to get out of school? Are you going to be involved in some specific student orgs? Do you think leadership would make sense? Do you think mission trips would make sense? Do you think research would make sense? Do you think taking extra classes or getting plugged into the community? Do you think working as a dental assistant and spending less time studying would make sense? It really is going to be unique to each person, and that's why I'm really encouraging you all to look internally, evaluate your progress so far and reestablish your goals in that way and set those boundaries so that you can take care of yourself and honestly I really do believe perform your best when you're finding whatever type of balance is realistic for you. So that's everything for this week's episode. I look forward to talking to you all again next week when we have Parisha join to talk a little bit about her experience at NYU School of Dentistry.